Hey there, I hope you're doing well. In this podcast, let's take a look at a rapid API VS Code client. So if you're building APIs and publishing them on uh, API hubs, and let's say in this particular example, you're publishing that on a rapid hub, be it their public hub or their, or their enterprise hubs, you might be able to lev- leverage this client. So this is my first experience. I just downloaded this like uh, literally like 10 minutes ago, and I'm sharing my initial thoughts. Um, so, so as an example, I'm just going to switch between a couple of screens. So we are working on publishing our, our API, API on the rapid hub, uh, on, on a business hub. But right now what you're looking at here and the screen here is a public hub. Uh, it's, it's a marketplace, so to speak, right? So just let, I'm going to ignore and wait past the, the items that don't matter to the podcast, just in the interest of brevity. I'm just going to, my interest here is to run, I've, I've written an API, uh, sorry, an endpoint that does a certain thing and I want to be able to test it quickly, right? As a developer, I'm on VS Code. I used a variety of different editors for different things. VS Code is one of them. Uh, I don't exactly use VS Code for API work, but for purposes of this uh, illustration, I think it's fair to assume because it's a beautiful idea as we all know. Uh, so you could certainly leverage that. Say I'm using that and I want to be able to test quickly, right? I want to be like, hey, my I've written the code. Uh, now let me check if my endpoint's working well. What do I need to do? First thing I do, I would go download the, the actual client. So if you go, you can see that it's got like 140,000 installs. So this is the rapid API uh, client. You can just install the client. It takes less than a minute to install this client or you can go to you know, VS Code extensions and look for it. And once it installs, you'll see this rapid uh, uh, logo here and you can hit that and it's gonna, uh, uh, I guess it. Yep, okay, uh, and you see that it presents this, right? So rather than going to Postman or Insomnia or outside of it, you're able to do this sort of an inter- in an integrated manner, at least that's the idea. Um, okay, so I installed the client and after I did install the client, uh, I let's say I go back uh, here, right? So if I were to be doing it directly through the browser on one of the Rapid API pages, I could lit, I could hit test endpoint and you'll see that this returns in a second and it gives me a version number, right? 10163. Uh, the only thing I needed to put here that mattered was a rapid API key, right? So I've subscribed to it. I went to the marketplace as a consumer of the API, uh, subscribe to it. Now I get an, end, uh, an API key and then a rapid API host. Now you can use your custom DNS and, and do all the fancy stuff, which is outside the realm of this, this video, this podcast. Uh, but uh, this is the URL, Snowpal Project Management API 6.p.rapidapi. So the subdomains, the p.rapidapi.com is, is pretty standard from what I've seen. The, the first part is what changes uh, based on your company name, your API name, the version number, and so on and so forth. So I, I made the request here and you saw that it returned 10163. A uh, couple of things. Initially, when I took this uh, to, uh, to VS Code, I was hoping that there was a way I would be able to tie into my uh, to the API, so all of these endpoints would actually start showing up here. Now I've got to believe that there is a way, there hopefully is a way to make this happen. I don't read documentation very well; I just try things out. Uh, maybe that's somewhere in here, but 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 skimming through it really quickly, I did not see that. So either I'm missing something, or that support's not there. If it's the former then it's on me, but if it's a ladder, that's a bit of a problem because it doesn't, I can't envision us uh, or anybody uh, adding each and every endpoint uh, one by one here. I actually had to go in and click click here 
uh, and after I did I added a request and I made some changes and added stuff that's a laborious activity and we certainly don't want for it to be done so there must be a way to either you're importing an open API spec here or even better right because even if I import an open API spec that there could be a disconnect between that spec and what's actually hosted uh, on rapid uh, and that could cause issues so I would imagine that there should be a way to connect to the hub that you actually subscribe to so you go here and say hey connect to this hub uh, sorry connect to this uh, API that I subscribe to on the rapid hub and it should pull up all of those requests and populate everything exactly the way it's done it here now I would I'll be perplexed if it does there is no support for it because that would have been a big miss on the part of rapid um, so I'm going to uh, say that this is something I've just not discovered yet but I will keep you posted in my subsequent podcast so short of me finding out or it being there uh, I had to add the request manually and then once I added that, I had to add the header and do just about everything manually, right? Which, which as I've said before, it's, it's painful, but that's all right. So I did that and then I made the request. The request looks identical. It's a get request, goes to this host app latest version, exact same thing, app latest version is the host. I have the rapid API key, I have the rapid API key here, but when I actually send, it says invalid API key. Uh, oops, you know what? I have a typo here, but I did not have this typo earlier. Let's see what happens now. Yeah, it's the same thing. And then it gives me the 429 too many requests. Not sure what's going on. I'm not sure if I'm doing anything differently. The case sensitive, I don't think these actually are case sensitive. Let's, oh, they are case sensitive. Never mind. Um, my bad. So it actually does work. So that's, that's the way you would do it. Now, you know, uh, you would, if you're expecting me to stop this recording, go back and do it again and edit this piece out where I made a mistake, uh, then you've not watched my other podcast. I make mistakes all the time and uh, I actually want to be, uh, I try to keep these podcasts as honest as possible. So, you know, uh, that way it doesn't come across as like picture perfect and I'm doing the exact right thing because it's hardly ever the case, right? We all make mistakes and I think it's important, uh, uh, you know, digressing from the original item here and certainly not trying to sound defensive uh, if you watch my dotnet podcast i would have actually uh, you know caught myself standing at the wall because i'm not a dotnet developer and i hit a roadblock and i was trying to debug you know figure out what to do during the podcast and i say this here because a lot of times we all worry as as folks who are joining you know, entering into development or having done this for a while that we are expected to know everything not at all right as long as you're not relying on theory and trying this out so the thing you ought to do is like 10 minutes after someone sends you a link respect the time that they took to sharing something with you if you have the bandwidth doing it right then and check it out that way if you run into a roadblock or an issue you could ping them and bug them right back right um so so thanks to uh, scott for forwarding forwarding this link to me this is pretty cool uh this is how you would use it so the only thing i think i have to figure out is how do you import all of them here and that way you don't exit your ide um, so this is much along the lines of a quick rest utility uh, nothing fancy in that sense, right? And uh, and uh, to each their own. I prefer to do these types of things outside of my ID. So I don't know if I would actually end up using this necessarily. I prefer like Insomnia. That's my, uh, you know, graph and REST client of choice. And since uh, we are actively working on Postman and publishing those workspaces, I've been using Postman. But this looks pretty s s slick. And then you can tell, right, if you're in your code base, let's say I go open... I don't know, I just want to pick up a random file. 
let's say open this uh, generate spec file, right? This is a script I wrote a few days ago. Now, if I, I don't even have to leave my window, right? I don't have to go to Postman or Insomnia. I can come write my code right here, make the request. I mean, I'm stating the RPS, that's what these plugins are for, uh, but I think it kind of improves your productivity. Now, there are some improvements I can see that this can have, but with that said, it, it, it does its job. So, so far, so good. Keep in mind, uh, I've run into the fact, the headers are case sensitive, I wanna say. Let's just check it out, right? Our HTTP headers. I want to say they are casing. Yeah, okay. They are converted to lowercase in both directions. So in, in that sense, uh, HTTP header keys are defined to be case insensitive. Yeah, that was my feeling as well. So why is this not working? Let's see, let me change this to I. Oh, it does work now. Let's see, rapid API. That works as well. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I Maybe mean, I have to go back to the top of this video to see because I did think it was not, that they were not case sensitive, but I must have done something wrong. I thought I just copied it from here. Yeah, I just copied that from here and I thought I pasted it here. Um, clearly I must have done something different. So it's all good. It works and it's perfect, right? So you have your header and then all of these things like the description and the query and the body and let's say description. Do I have a description here? I do have a dis Oh, of course not. See, this is the problem, right? Because I created this endpoint manually, Never mind. It was not coming from here. So it should actually, there should be a way to point to this. If that isn't, that's a bit of a problem. I don't think importing the OpenAPI spec, uh, even if that works, it's not the ideal solution. Uh, the, the client should actually point to, uh, you know, uh, the actual hub itself and pick up the endpoint, the API that you have subscribed to. That's about it. So let's go look at the ratings and stuff. I mean, you have to take ratings with a grain of salt uh, because, you know, folks are generally unhappy about whatever it is that they're unhappy about. So I give very little respect to it unless I check it out myself, right? Uh, you know, you have to, uh, you know, the devil is in the detail and it's the probably the wrongest ATM to use in this case. I don't know why I said that, because it, it works most of the time. So maybe I just blurted that out, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. If you looked at the first one, it says clunky UI, mini bugs, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't see that as a problem. I don't know what's clunky about this UI. It looks like any other UI. It's not particularly unique in any way, but it's, it shouldn't have to be, uh, because it does what I believe it promises to. Uh, let's see some other even more reason downward the market. It's buggy, lacks many features. Yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, again, right, uh, that's why you need to take the reviews with a grain of salt. I mean, I'm not saying these reviews are right or wrong, but, uh, but to me, if it does what I want for it to do, uh, to help make me productive, it's good. And I think it actually is providing value. If I were to be using open, EP, uh, sorry, VS Code, which I don't for this gateway work. And if I actually uh, rely on plugins uh, as part of the IDEs for making these requests, like, like database plugins and REST plugins, uh, I don't, right? So I'm not the ideal customer, uh, but I can, I actually like it. It looks pretty cool. I mean, it looks simple. Cool maybe is the wrong word. It looks less like everything else. So that shouldn't be an issue. So certainly do check it out. Uh, 
140,000 other people have done it. So why not, right? That's about it in this podcast and hopefully this helped you a bit. Thanks.